evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow along with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Curry. Coach, uh, you guys started out the season 2-0. A couple of 2-0 and teams meeting last Saturday uh, here at Seafoam Stadium. Uh, I had the privilege of being on the sidelines, but, boy, the offense just could not get generated against that Minnesota State uh, defense. Their defense looked awfully good. You guys sputtered offensively, and you turned the ball over um, in the 29-3 loss. Let's go back and take a look at what happened in the ball game, uh, what you thought some of the key parts to the game were and, and some of the things that you guys are going to have to improve on. You know, first off, they're they're definitely a very good defense. Um, but you know, no matter who we're playing against, we can't turn the ball over, and it's something we do emphasize a lot. However, like anything, you know, actions speak louder than words, and we just got to keep doing the things that's going to help us prevent you know those turnovers on game day. Uh, they played that their defensive alignment is one that kind of forces. Uh, things outside. You know, they have two one techniques. Oftentimes, they're really sturdy in the middle, so it makes it difficult to run inside. Um, you know their their defense. So you know, knowing that, you know that knowing that they have their uh, design to get the ball outside, they also then their linebackers and safeties really flew around all day, coming up and getting involved in the run support. We've had a lot of success this year with Paul Reed um, in the first couple of games. You know, like 300 yards of off run game the the week before. And they did a great job of just being ready for our best play, and we couldn't get other things going to complement that. You know, so that the combination thereof. You know, we had um, the turnover that was an open player that, you know, their safety made a great play on the ball and was there at contact. You know, and things like that just stopped drives. Defense played great, uh, but we just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. And, and you're right, as, as one of the poor performances offensively we've had in, you know, in, in a long time. So we have to just get better at some of the details. You know, when you're playing a good team, the room of uh, error, the margin of error is very small. You can't make as many mistakes, and they're just magnified the small mistakes that you do make. You know, that you might get exposed, you know, when you're playing a great team, and that's kind of what happened on Saturday. They came in averaging 550 yards of offense per game. And I know you gave up 29 points. And I know you lost by 26. But you guys did make some big defensive stops in the football game. I thought that the stop before halftime, after there was a trade of turnovers, they came down ended up missing a field goal before the half. And you go into the locker room down only 14 nothing, considering what had transpired. And then you even got some stops early in the second half as well. It's a team game, and you're not, you can't point fingers at the offense. But I thought your defense did some good things. Absolutely, I mean there are different units within the, the within the team, and the, you know every player impacts the team. So um, even though a player or two or a bunch or a unit plays well on a particular Saturday, you know the the team wins and loses together. So unfortunately, uh, we lost. However, I thought the defense played great. You know they've been averaging a lot of rushing yardage, and we we really stymied their run game. And much like uh, the Sioux Falls game, this time Mankato had the the lead on the field position. They average at the 46. We were at the 22 due to the offensive ineffectiveness and turnovers. So therefore, that led to the points. It wasn't so much just 
poor defense or the defense gave up 29 because that that like you said that wasn't the case uh we we played good enough defense to win the game and you know if we can now we have to use that as a springboard to other games that we got to keep playing defense like that you know we're capable of playing a defense like that. that was our best defensive performance of the of the three game three games we've had so far so if we can just keep growing on that and improving on that you know, get the offense back on track, you know, we can be a team that can be uh, dangerous here as we keep throughout the season. Um, but um, the special teams were solid. We didn't make any big plays or, or you know, other than a kick. Uh, Daniel Audet hit a 46-yarder there at the end of the game to keep us on the scoreboard. But, you know, other than that, our coverage units were solid. We'd like to make more big plays if it's a big return, if it's a force a fumble on a coverage unit or block a punt. You know, those are plays that we want to make going forward if we can. you got a couple of road games coming up, and we'll talk about playing on the road here in a few minutes because you do go to Wayne State this week. Um, but you had a nice home crowd. Uh, they traveled well, obviously, because it's relatively close, and it's Minnesota, and of course, the folks down in Mankato want to. And I'm sure that there are some Twin Cities kids on that team. Uh, but it was a fun atmosphere, but just no fun to uh, walk off the field and know that you had a chance, but you really didn't uh, execute the way you like to. Yeah, the crowd has been good. I mean, we have to win games. That's what brings people here when they see a good product, and you have a good product to watch. That's going to entice people to come and see the game. Uh, and you're right, you know, losing's terrible. You know, it's uh, winning's a lot of fun, but losing's just bad. You know, no one likes to lose. There's a lot of time that's that's committed to trying to improve and prepare each week. You know, so it's just a real uh, horrible feeling. You know, losing a game when you when you recognize there were some opportunities and it, it wasn't actually close, like a nail biter by any means, but it was a close enough game. And like I said, we that was the best defensive performance we played against Mankato and you know my my time back. So um, we just have to keep you know growing. Um, and you know, find ways to get better, and that's really what our focus is. Our guests today, and I want you to talk a little bit about each of them. Uh, first, Marcus Gustafson, uh, wide receiver, and we're going to talk to him in the next segment. Um, what do you like about Marcus's game? Well, first of all, I think Marcus is a, a phenomenal young man, just real high quality, uh, comes from a great family. You know, I I got to know him from doing a home visit in his house, you know, in Illinois, you know, four years ago. And that's what makes this job fun is getting to know kids at that point in their life where they're coming out of high school, trying to figure that out. You know, so just being able to be with him for that time is, is, is special. Um, so we've gotten to know each other quite well. And uh, more importantly than him being a very good football player is the fact that he's just a high-quality person, very respectful, has done everything we've asked him to do here. Uh, you know, he's battled through some injuries. Uh, he does well in school, uh, been a leader on the team. So that, that's where it starts with him. And then obviously, you know, being 6'5", 230, 40 pounds, you know, he can dominate. And his confidence this year is as best it's ever been. I mean, if you watch the video in his blocks, he can destroy corners at that size. And, and we have to get him the ball more. We have to target him more because he's a guy that can help us get this offense revved up and score a lot of points because he's going to be a very difficult matchup for uh, for many teams and in fact we threw two shots down the field one was overthrown there was a little contact there but nothing called in the second time he had the they, they held him which gave us a first down and, and led to that field goal so we just need to do more things like that for him get him down the field and I'd expect to see that happen here this weekend Preston Piltoff our other guest um, defensive player that transferred in here um, as a junior this year and uh, he's got some 
pretty good genes. Uh, his father played in the NFL, played corner in the NFL. So uh, here's another kid that's got some talent. Another high-quality young man. He comes from a great family. Both mom and dad have been here different times already in the early early season here. Um, you just got to know him as well during that recruiting process. Very respectful, uh, easy to build a relationship with. You know, we had lost two corners off last year's team that were talented corners, and you know, he helped uh, come in here. He helped us you know, keep the defense going forward. Uh, he's playing well. You know, he wants to get himself an interception or two or three or whatever it might be. But, yeah, he's a, a guy we've been depending on. And, again, he had a winning performance, I think, every every game this year. And uh, we're excited about what he's going to be able to do because he's only going to improve as he continues to feel comfortable. And, and uh, But but another high-quality young man. Okay. Uh, player segment coming up next. Before that, we'll have the high school football scoreboard. We'll be back with more right here on Minnesota Score Radio's Coaches Show. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at MyCSPStory.com. That's MyCSPStory.com. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Currier. And we continue along here on The Coach's Show with Concordia St. Paul head coach, Shannon Currier. We're joined now by a couple of his players, uh, Preston Pitloff, who is a junior defensive back, transferred in this year, and wide receiver Marcus Gustafson in his senior year here at Concordia. Marcus, we'll start with you. Um, you guys get off to the 2-0 and start. Uh, you drop one to Minnesota State this past weekend. Overall, however, you got to be happy with the way the club has started off this year outside of not being able to put any points up against uh, against Minnesota State. Yes, sir. It's been a good start for us uh, coming off 2-0. Obviously, it's a great feeling. Uh, then just, you know, offense slacked a little bit this last game, but overall, our team's still moving along pretty well. As a senior, do you have you found things um, easier for you as far as contemplating the offensive schemes, um, and, and then maybe even some different roles for you because you're a senior, because some of these younger guys are looking up to you? Oh, for sure. Uh, everything just gets easier with time. Uh, just reading defenses, just growing in size, growing as a person, learning how to overcome when things go bad in the game. Just yeah, being a senior has helped me a lot this year. What types of things? Um, have uh, the coaches instilled into you as a senior, as a leader on this club that you know, you know what, this is important because this is going to lead to some success for us this year? Uh, one big thing is just getting over what happens in the game. Like Other teams are going to make big plays, and you got to find a way to stay positive and just keep going through a, it's a long game. So. I mean, do you like the role of being, you know, being a senior and having these having these younger guys, these freshmen, come in and look up to what you do and how you carry yourself? Oh yeah, I love it. It's like we set the foundation for the team now. It's uh, we do well, and the younger guys do well underneath us. So if we uh, slack off, we do the wrong things, and the young guys don't slack off too. So we have an important role in this team right now. 
Um, Preston, you came in here as a transfer. Um, what drew you to Concordia St. Paul? Uh getting recruited by uh, Coach Grigsby and Coach Stern. Um, you know, they, they basically brought that family foundation out here. And uh, when I came down on my visit, you know, out of a couple other schools that I visited, I mean, I felt more of a home out here. Uh, I loved the Twin Cities and um, basically loved the coaching staff. They all had a great relationship with me, not just defensive guys, but offensive coaches as well. So, you know, that basically drew me here. What Give, give me your the tale of how you got to this point, uh, junior college football. Where, where exactly you went to high school, Delray Beach, Florida? Yes, sir. Tell me from there where how how things have transpired to where you are today. So uh, basically, um, in high school, I only played football really my senior year. I played Pop Warner, but I was a basketball player. Um, you know, my high school coaches saw that I could play defense and basketball and I was an undersized guy knowing that I couldn't make it to the next level in basketball so you know um, my dad played in the NFL for a little bit played corner and he always would push on me to go play cornerback so um, I played on high school senior year had a couple guys ahead of me that were really good um, basically learned the foundations from them they moved on to the next level and you know I knew I was going to go that junior college route um, I worked hard in the summer freshman year I went over to Shasta College up in Northern California um, after that I had a great year we won our conference uh won a bowl game out there in junior college i transferred down south more down to san diego grossmont college and um basically you know went through a lot in junior college but it only made me better as a person and as a man and a football player as well so from florida to california from northern california to southern california and now to st paul i mean you're you're a uh, you're a crisscross the world traveler now what what drew you from florida to california and then you know obviously you already talked about being recruited here to st paul but how what what was with the cross-country venture why not just play you know community college football in florida there's plenty of that yeah um well basically uh you know i, I did go visit a couple of junior college in florida but um you know none of them really drew me a lot of the programs were really just coming up so the foundations weren't really built as like the some of the junior colleges in california and i also had a friend in high school that led me over to couple schools in california so basically a lot of my friends pushed on me to go to california you know and that played a big pull pulling where i am now so yeah. uh is this your first time in minnesota yes this is okay so prepare yourself a florida boy who goes to california yes sir <laughs> prepare yourself for winter you, have you thought about that at all oh man i hear it every day i hear it every day so <laughs> i'm getting my mind right all right well get get ready get your snowshoes out it's it's coming this is this is good news what we have going on right now believe me um Okay, let's talk about this past Saturday against Minnesota State. Uh, Marcus' offense was shut down, basically. Uh, you guys got a field goal at the end of the game. You know, you wiped the shutout uh, shut off the board. But uh, what, besides what they did, what do you think happened offensively for you guys that needs to change this coming week, uh, this weekend at Wayne State? Uh, we just shot ourselves in the foot. You know, our offense is good. And- you know, we kind of play against ourselves every week. So if we do the right things, shut up the little mistakes, you know, miss blocks, uh, miss assignments, uh, then we'll be fine. Like, I don't think any defense in this conference can stop us. It's just up to us if we're going to stop ourselves or not. You guys got a ton of talent on offense, don't you? Yes, sir. What do you like about the offensive scheme that you guys are running? 
we're just so versatile. We could do anything. We could pass the ball all game. We can run the ball game. Whatever we can do, we just have great players everywhere that can make plays. Um, defensive side of the ball, Preston, uh, against Minnesota State, when I was standing on the sidelines. I saw you guys make some huge stops in the game, and, and I know you felt like you had a chance. It was 14 nothing. You stopped them before halftime. They missed a field goal. You know, you go into the locker room only down two touchdowns, and you had a couple of big stops in the second half as well. Uh, but regardless, you ended up giving up 29 points, and I know that's something that you cannot do to win football games in this conference. Yeah, you're not lying. Um, basically, you know, we came out and we were fighting, and um, we gave up some big plays, too, and we know that, and it's a collective group. We knew that just because the defense played well, and well, in our sense, but we felt like as a team, we got to get better in general. It wasn't a type of thing where at the end of the game it was like, oh, defense was playing great, offense has to get better. We all knew collectively that we had to play better to win our conference or play and win out the rest of our game. So as a group, we know what we have to do for the rest of the season, and we look forward to it. Okay, let's talk about uh, Wayne State. What have you seen on film defensively from them, Marcus? You know you're going to have to deal with. Yeah, just a lot of cover three base defense, um, just typical stuff. That um, not really too worried about their defense, more about our offense and what we're going to do to beat like, beat ourselves. Really, not let that happen again. And you guys have some talent at the wideout position. Yeah, I mean, with Jabril and with MJ and yourself. I mean, that's a pretty talented group, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. Just look to my left and my right, and just know I've got guys everywhere. Um. Defensively, um, for you guys looking at the Wayne State offense, what have you seen on film? Oh, they got a bunch of junior college and uh, transfers, and they got a bunch of athletes as well. Uh, speed guys, they run a tempo offense. So tempo is, this week in practice is a big thing for us, you know, just making sure we get the calls and line up right and alignments and everything. So, yeah, just tempo and athletes. So, you know, we got to be on our P's and Q's and make sure that we uh, get the play calls down this week. All right, guys. Well, good luck at Wayne State. Um, I know on Sunday at about 3.30, you're not going to be thinking about Concordia football. You're going to be tuned in to Vikings-Bears. I know you're a big Bears guy, Marcus. So, uh, I, I hope things don't go well for you there, but I hope they do go well for you down at Wayne State. Thanks for coming on, guys, and congratulations so far on the start to the season. Awesome. Thank you. It. All right. We'll be back with more with Coach Shannon Courier and the Coaches Show here on Minnesota Score Radio after this timeout. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coach. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. Final segment of the Coaches Show with head coach Shannon Courier. Coach, uh, this week you're traveling tomorrow to Wayne State, Nebraska. 
Uh, it's a long trip. I know that uh, there's preparation that goes into that. Uh, you guys left earlier today for the trip. Uh, give me the the itinerary of how this thing goes, what time you leave on Friday for a long trip like this, and some of the things that go into it. That's a good question because a lot of people just think, well, you play the next day, and, you know, why do you leave early? Uh, but there's a lot of things that do go into it. You know, one, um, we have to make sure our kids are fed properly because a lot of these kids that live off campus, you know, sometimes it's hard for them to, to get a meal. Uh, so we, we like to get them some, some food about the time we leave. We've been attending chapel as a team every Friday. So that's the first thing we do on Friday at 1030. The kids go to classes up until noon so they don't miss any class. And then uh, we take off at noon because we have a practice that we have to get done. We have to get them showered. We dress up, you know, in, in uh, we call them interview type clothes because we're trying to prep these guys for life after football and they have to wear something different than sweats and jeans. Uh, we go out to dinner and then we have a special teams meeting. We have unit meetings. We have a team meeting. They have a player meeting. Uh, our coaches, we do a, we do a, a Bible study um, on the road as well. So, you know, basically it's a four and a half hour drive. So we're going to leave at noon. We're going to get to a, a high school in Sioux City, Iowa to practice about 4.30 till 5.30. We'll get checked into the hotel at 6.45. We'll head to go get dinner uh, from 7 to 8. We'll eat. We'll get back. And then it, right away we'll start our meetings from 8.15 on and then be wrapped up You know, by 9.30. We do a bed check at 10.45. And uh, the next morning we get them up by 9.30. We play at 6 o'clock, but we want the kids up at some point. I just laying around all morning. And we do, you know, we do a walkthrough at noon. Um, and it's hard sometimes when you play a night game to get the hotel to allow you to stay in the rooms. They want to get you, they want to get you out of there and clean the rooms for the next, the next visitor. So we're able to push that stay till about noon. That's when we do our walkthrough, and then we leave to start the pregame process about one o'clock, and then you know kick off at six. So it's it's definitely a lot that goes into that. Um, you know, kids, you know, they do different things on a trip. You know, I think some of the memories that the kids create while traveling, that's probably for all sports, are some of the things they remember the most. It's just time to, to again, build relationships. Many do homework. Some watch videos. You know, we have some movies on the TVs. Um, you know, some guys read, some guys sleep. You know, so you see an assortment of different things going on, but our kids are very respectful, and, and they've handled themselves very well on the road so far, and um, it's been a great group to travel with. In this era of everybody having a phone, uh, is that prevalent on these trips? Absolutely. I mean, we're all on on the phone and you know, a lot of it's productive too you know if it's uh, reading the kindle um if it's texting recruits for for staff or in their case um you know maybe they're maybe they're reading something that they need to read for school but um but yes i think that's just uh listening to music you know, that's pretty common um but yeah definitely the uh the electronic devices are very popular and common and in use as, as we as we travel to different locations. Let me ask you this. Um, what about phones in your meeting rooms? Do you have rules about stuff Absolutely. Like that? There are no phones allowed in meeting rooms. They're, they're put I'd away. Ask. They're on silent. Yeah, that's not even a, a question. Um, so yeah, once in a while, there's a reminder to put the phone away. Uh, but, our, you know, this year our guys have been really good about, you know, keeping that to a minimum because um, obviously that's a distraction if they're looking at their phone while we're trying to create a message or send a message. Um, you know, that's counterproductive. But, uh, you know, we, we do let them have, you know, phones on the trips and, uh, you know, as long as it's not going to interfere with somebody else's, uh, preparation, you know, that's all good. Yeah. 
All right, let's talk about Wayne State. Uh, what do you know about this club? Let's first talk about their offense. Uh, um, you know, we heard uh, Preston talk a little bit about them, and they have some talent. Uh, what are you What are you looking for out of Wayne State offensively? Well, they're definitely a talent. They have a bunch of talented, skilled players. You know, their running backs are real solid. You know, their receiving core has been great. They've they brought in a couple of transfer uh, skilled players that have made big plays for them. Our quarterback's playing very well. He's a transfer from South Dakota that came to them uh, either spring or summer, and and he's a kid that's very mobile and athletic, and we got to keep him in the pocket. So that's where it starts on offense, I think, is our quarterback has made some things happen. They've they've changed their tempo to be much more up-tempo, so we have to be prepared for you know, a fast-paced offense, trying to run plays as quickly, and for us to get lined up quickly and maintain our composure and confidence is critical. Um, so it's 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 uh, you know they've had some success moving the ball. They've played some good teams so far this year. They lost to Winona State at Winona. And they gave uh, Augustana a great game last week. They were up 13-3 at half and ended up losing. Um, and then they, they beat Southwest State at home. So um, a very talented team, a team that, you know, just like a lot of the games in the league, it's you got to play well every week. You, you can't turn the ball over. You can't beat yourself first, and then you got to find ways to get the ball in the end zone. And um, you know, every every opponent we play, you know, we'll have to find ways to make plays to win. All right. Uh, flip side, defensively, what kind of schemes are they running? They're a very aggressive defensive style, much like our defensive front in terms of getting up the field and the twists and the games and the movement and that that poses challenges on offenses. Other uh, linebackers run very well. Four-man um, front? They're, they're, front. they're a four-man front, but they do mix in some 3-3 three, three stack and some 3-4, so based on down and distance and maybe some of the tendencies that they're they're facing might dictate how much of a three-man front they run. We're expecting more of a four-man front against us, um, but they played well. They're you know they're tough. They're physical. Uh, they had a couple of D linemen that are back from last year that have that gave us problems last year. So you know it's it's a group that's going to be coming you know full speed. It's a night game for them. I'm sure they'll be excited to play. And uh, you know we again we just have to control the football and and have a good balanced attack and have complementary stuff off the stuff that we, has been working well for us. So we'll have a much more diversified attack here against Wayne State this weekend than we did last. Uh, we've done some self scouting and, and really analyzed some of the things that we need to do uh, to take steps forward. And I expect our offense to get back on track. Okay, if you had a pinpoint uh, one thing that you had as a message to the kids this week, uh, what would that have been? I think the main thing is just improving. You know, first off, understand that we're a capable team, that we're able to beat anybody if we play well. We could see that from from last week's performance that we're right there. You know, all the things that that the kids have on the you know on their minds in terms of postseason opportunities, those are still within you know within reach for us. But you know, the main message is it's one and zero this week. You know, just that that trust in the process, focus on improvement. You know, getting more detailed in our assignments. You know, so it's more about just. Improvement. You know, how do we become the most improved team from week three to week four? And that's our goal is just to have the most improvement this week, you know, so we can put our best performance out there on Saturday. And from an offense standpoint, we have to secure the football and can't turn the ball over. You know, we, you know, just based on research, each turnover costs us about four points a game. And we, we, we can't afford to give four points away. So our special teams are playing solid. Um, our defense is playing solid. So offensively, you know, if we're going to turn the ball over, it's got to be a punt. So that's something we're focused on as well. All right, Coach. Well, good luck at Wayne State. And we will check in with you again next week. And we'll review this week's game and look forward to St. Cloud State the following week. Sounds great. Let's, let's do it. He is head coach Shannon Courier here on the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow. Until next time, have a good night, everybody. 
You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.